You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel. If you will please turn your Bibles together with me to Romans 12, which will is our anchor text all through the season of total life transformation. We began this series last Wednesday, uh, what I call part one. This will be part two of the same series, and uh, we'll see how far the Lord will help us today and then continue as we go along in the month, uh, perhaps beyond should the Lord lead us in that direction. All right, Romans 12, verse 1 to 2. This, I believe, is one teaching that will bring about great transformation, as the name implies, in your life. Because God is very, very keen on seeing to it that you experience all that is reserved for you in the three dimensions of your existence, your spirit, your soul, and your body. Romans 12, 1 to 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god if you will please let's read together again as a family is the word of life let's enjoy the word of life one two three go i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want to also include another companion text, 3 John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth for a subject total life transformation part number two our father and our god we gather again from all walks of life at the very feet of the master jesus rabboni the teacher of teachers i beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven place upon the lips and the tongues of clay of this seventh son of yours that today I will come to your people with nothing but a thus said the law. Help me to go beyond my study, my contemplation, and have me speak expressly your word and your counsel with us always to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor as the church is edified. Let devils be terrified and let Jesus alone be glorified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the first things we mentioned last Wednesday, the part one of the series, is that man is a trinity of sorts. A trinity of sorts. Man is first and foremost a spirit. 
man has a soul and man lives or dwells in a physical body let me say it again man is a spirit man has a soul and man resides or dwells in a physical body the bible declares in first thessalonians 5 23 and the very god of peace sanctify you holy and i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the lord our lord jesus christ so three things your spirit so the whole your spirit your soul and your body be preserved blameless unto the coming of the lord so god is very intent and desirous that you prosper in these three aspects of your being spiritual well-being solely well-being and then of course your physical well-being we saw that the soul is made up of uh major parts number one the mind the will the intellect and some say or you may add the emotion as well so the mind the will the intellect and emotions so these are major components of the soul and that is very very important because we realize when we became born again our spirit man was recreated we became a brand new creature praise god bible declares that if any man be in christ he is a new creature old things have passed away all things have become new and guess what and all things have become of god second Corinthians 5 17. so when you bowed your knees and you invited jesus into your heart guess what your spirit man was transformed <laughs> the lord came and did a, a what i call a spiritual surgery took away the old spirit and brought a brand new spirit within you <laughs> that is of christ praise the lord somebody but as wonderful and as dramatic as that change was in your spirit being your soul and your body did not receive the same kind of dramatic change so god expects you and i in our journey here on the earth to invest spiritual energy to do what to see to it that our souls also enjoy the kind of transformation we experience when we said yes to the lord but it happens gradually and procedurally but it does happen praise god and the bible assured us that we change in this regard from glory to glory to glory second Corinthians 3 18 whilst we with open face beholding as in a glass or as in a mirror we are being transformed or metamorphosed from glory to glory by the spirit of the lord hallelujah i see the lord give you transformation in the course of these teachings in the name of the lord jesus christ amen so we see that now that our soul needs to be changed or transformed it takes time it takes spiritual investment it takes you've been engaged it takes a measure of discipline but we've got to give it what it takes you know why if we don't give it what it takes our experience in our spiritual man will be questioned and be doubted by people around us because you have been changed within you but there is no seeming environmental change your character your habits and all of that don't seem to change around you you want are you really born again or what praise god but i believe as we engage in the process of mind renewal or soul transformation people around us will see in us jesus you know when the disciples of old i showed up on the scene after the death the burial the resurrection of jesus christ 
The Bible said, men saw them and said, wait a minute, these people were, were, were not educated. They were not people of uh, a pedigree or uh, had degrees or had uh, some kind of affluence or influence. But, but, but they said that, that they knew that they had been with Jesus. That means that they knew that being with the master rubbed off on them so that they began to behave like Jesus. Listen, they were called Christians actually uh, because they were... It was a word supposed to mock them that they were behaving like Christ, Christians, praise God. But in our day and age, we, many of us bear the name Christians, but I wonder how much of Christ is found in us to qualify to answer that we are Christians, like Jesus, praise God. But as your soul is renewed, your mind is being changed, men will see of a truth that you are Christ-like in your character, in your walk, in your love walk, in your patience, in every area of your life, there's coming a transformation in this season in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We saw with the spirit man, we make contact with the spiritual world, with the soul, we make contact with the intellectual world, and with our physical body, we make contact with the physical world. Praise the Lord, somebody. Glory to God. The soul is a very, very critical aspect of our teaching in this season because that is really what needs to be renewed, what needs to be transformed. We're in our text. We are not to be conformed to this world. That word conform means we're not to be pressed into a mold. Kalyaduga. We're not to allow the pressure of this world system to make us conform to the world. Like, though we are born again, but we're behaving like the world. No, no, no. We're not to be conformed to the world, but we're rather to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. So how we enjoy that transformation is by engaging in the renewal of our mind. Hallelujah. So your mind is critical if you're going to enjoy a life of transformation. All right, track with me. Your mind is critical. I didn't say your spirit. I didn't say your body. I said your mind is critical if you're going to enjoy a life of transformation. That means what has happened in this inside, your spirit man, if it's ever going to come out for people to see, to know that you are transformed, your mind is important. Praise God, your mind is critical. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. And we, we, we saw that one of the reasons why we need to be transformed and to be changed in so in such a regard called metamorphosis is because certain things done in the realm of the spirit in redemption, hallelujah, may never see the light of day by way of our tangible experience on a day-to-day -day basis until our soul's have become transformed and our minds become renewed so that what was done in the spirit, what is available in the spirit can be translated from the spiritual realm into the natural realm. Praise God. Listen, you are loaded in the realm of the spirit. You are too blessed to be stressed. If you knew who you are in the spirit, my God, my God, you will not let the devil mess, mess around with you. Listen, there's much more to you than Mr. I that is in the spirit, man. First John 4, 4 says that greater is he that is in you than all that are in the world. But who is in needs to show forth for the world to see. That's what we're talking about, the renewal of the mind. That what is in can be expressed and experienced on a tangible basis, on a day-to-day -day basis. Hallelujah. 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 And, and I pointed out that, that we have emphasized a lot on spiritual warfare. As important as that is, we also have to equally emphasize on mental warfare because there is an ongoing war. 
Kadosia in the minds of believers today. Maybe today, maybe more today than ever before as we're drawn into the end of age. But I, I, the devil uh, is, is, is hounding and pounding the minds of people in our day and our age. Why? He that gains control over the mind has gained control over the life. Cool. Let me say it again. Sounds so good. He that gains control over the mind has gained control over the life. Why? Your life will go in the direction that your mind will go. So your mind is very, very important. Don't tell me your thoughts are not important. Don't tell me you can think anything you want to think about. It doesn't matter. No, it matters. Why? Thoughts are things. You hear me? Thoughts are things. Thoughts are spiritual matters. They occupy mental space. Thoughts are things. Just like this iPad is a thing, I can touch it, I can handle it. Likewise, your thought, though in the realm of the invisible, not seen, not felt, not handled, is substantial in the realm of the spirit. It's real. Praise God. And it is that that eventually manifests into the natural to something that is concrete and tangible. Do you know that the iPad was a thought and an idea in the mind of some inventor? Do you know the chair you're sitting on right now was a thought sometime in the mind of the creator that made that chair? Do you know the car you drive or that drove you <laughs> was somebody's idea? The point to be made is that everything made manifest and tangible was first and foremost in the realm of the thought ideas. As I said, ideas rule the world. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Write this down. Your life will go in the direction of your predominant thoughts. Proverbs 23, 7, very key scripture in our teaching this season. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. As a man thinketh, ay, yeah, yeah. You can think your way out of lack to abundance. You can think your way out of sickness into health. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can think your way into uh, out of panic, anxiety into rest and peace. Yeah, yeah. Baba declare that great is a peace of them whose heart or mind has stayed upon him. Praise God. Praise God. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thoughts are critical and they're important. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. And we saw again that the enemy fights people on two levels. One, if you're not born again, he will fight you as much as he can to keep the truth of the word of God or the truth of salvation from coming to your heart for you to be saved, right? Second Corinthians 4 verse 4. So, so the God of this world has blinded, has blinded the minds of them so that they will not see the light of the glorious gospel. All right, but also when we do eventually make it to Christ, we're born again, we're in the faith. You know, there's another level of fight. What is the level of fight? The level of fight is to keep our thought at the level where it is, where it's not renewed. You know, based on how long you've lived upon the earth before you said yes to the Lord, there, there are all kinds of junk we inherited by association, by teaching, uh, by influence, by all manners of things. You know, uh, when we come into the faith, we have to. Take time to go into the word of the Lord to, to ventilate our minds, to wash our minds with the word of God, to come into alignment with what God says concerning us. Praise God. You see, Amos 3 said, how can two walk together except they be in agreement or they be agreed? Likewise, you can't really walk with God effectively except you and I agree with him in his word. Praise God. And that's 
the issue of renewal of the mind to align to his thinking and to his words. Praise the Lord. You know, beloved, just to make this clear to, to you, when you got born again, God did not in any way <laughs> make you give up your mind or your thinking. Right? No, 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 no. In other words, uh, we're not thoughtless beings just following somebody like zombies. No. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he gave you a mind upgrade. Cool, Adisata. He gave you a mind upgrade. He gave you an eye access to the mind of Christ. So we're, we're thinking beings. But at what level do you think is the issue? Do you think at a pedantry level or a, a level where normal human beings think about the impossible? Or you think at a higher level where what they say is impossible is possible to you because you believe? What level do you think? So he brought us into the faith, but gave us an upgrade of our mentality. We are to think like him. We have the mind of Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we saw two words that sound interestingly alike. Conform and transform. And we saw that we're not to conform to the world, squeeze into a mold, but we're to be transformed, all right, by the process of a mind renewal to walk as the Lord walks. Hallelujah. And we saw again that the Bible has made clear to us what image we're to be conformed into. That image is Jesus Christ. He's our forerunner. He's the first begotten from the dead. <laughs> we're to walk as he walked. Hallelujah. So as we study the scriptures, we see him in the gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We see how he walked, how he lived, and we're to imitate him. Bible says, be ye imitators of Christ. Praise God. Not just that. We're coming to the epistles. His love letters written to the church, to the saints, and we're to imitate him. All right? Praise God. Who is him? Jesus seated on the right hand of the Father. He's worthy of our emulation and our imitation. And as we imitate him and we follow him, praise God, as a pattern son, we have been conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. You find that in Romans 8.29. For whom... He did for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Hallelujah. And we saw that the word renew has to do with renovation. We saw the details that, uh, uh, that a building or anything would take to go through renovation. Uh, a whole lot of what was part of the building will be stripped and torn away and removed and solely to left will be useful, but a whole lot of new things will be placed in that. And by the time the renovation is done, uh, the building or the car or whatever it is uh, does not in any way resemble what it used to look like. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want that to be a mental picture in your mind. Ah, yeah, God, Bosa. As we further the course in these teachings, as you hear these words, you begin to learn the principles of how to really transform yourself to be more like him, renew your mind that of a truth that what God will work out of our lives will not in any way resemble who we were when we stepped into the month of August. What am I saying? I'm declaring to you by the mercy of the Lord that you're not going to leave this season the same way you enter this. No, 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 no. Somebody's taste bud is changing. Ah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's passion, somebody's desire is being upgraded. Hallelujah. 
Colossians 3 verse 1 says, if we are, if, if we have risen with Christ, we're to set, we're to set our affection on things that be above where Christ is seated on the right hand of the Father. We're to set our affection. That's your mindset. We're to desire the things that be above, not the things that be beneath. You are from above. Yeah. As a child of God, you're from above because from above, you are above all the tests and the trials that hell may assail against you or men may throw at you. You are above. Bible calls you a heavenly citizen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We saw again, before we jump into today's uh, discourse, that the mind is the battleground for spiritual warfare. There's a, there's a battle to take, uh, 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 to take occupation or to take uh, a rulership over the mind. This is a serious battle of the mind. Between your ears is a war zone. And if we don't understand the dynamics of thoughts, what they are, what they're designed to do. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You can carelessly allow the trail of one wrong thought to lead you to where you don't want to get to at all. One wrong thought, if untamed. And on curtail, or if not curtail, it can lead you to a place you don't want to think that you ever get there. Why? Your thoughts leads to your words. Your words leads to actions. Your actions lead to your habit. A habit leads to a character, and a character leads to a lifestyle. It begins with a thought. Thought. Somebody once said, sow a thought, reap words. Sow words, you reap actions. So actions, you reap a habit. So a habit, you reap a character. So a character, you reap a lifestyle. It begins with a thought. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, today, I want to look a little bit deeper as to the dynamics and the process of renewing the mind. Before that, I want to share with you a scripture from Ezekiel, which is a prophetic scripture that speaks of the new birth uh, and that which God would do in the new covenant, I beg your pardon, uh, but yet it was prophesied from the Old Testament or the Old Covenant. Ezekiel 36, 26. Ezekiel 36 and 26. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you, all right? So a new heart, and what? A new spirit I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. This happened in the redemption, a new creation, uh, when we became born again. You remove the stony heart, and put in us a heart of flesh, and put in us a spirit. It says, and I will give you a heart of flesh, no longer stony and callous of heart. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgment and do them. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So we see here, under the old dispensation, their hearts were hardened, stony. They could receive the law and lack the capacity and the ability to obey the law fully. But in the new covenant, it's different. God has given us the spiritual equipment or technology to actually to hear the word and to obey the word. So as a child of God, born again, blood washed, you have the God-given capacity to hear the word and to obey the word. Why? You no longer have a heart of stone, but a heart of flesh. Praise God. So on one hand, he puts in you 
a new heart or a new spirit. But another part, another scripture says that, but I will also write my laws in your heart. As a problem somewhere. So I will write my laws in your heart. So I give you a new spirit. You're born again. But also I will write my law or my word in your heart. Speaks of the process of the renewal of mind when after your spirit has become new in Christ. Are you here with me? Praise the Lord somebody. Glory to God. We have to understand there is a difference between wrong thinking and right thinking. As a child of God, as a child of God, what constitutes right thinking is the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord. As we come into Christ, the word of the Lord is to form, listen carefully, the basis of what we think, not just that, how we think. Praise God. Wow. Wow. So when others think beggarly and lowly, think victim, we think victor. We think where is above their thoughts. Why? Because our lives have been hidden with Christ in God. Hallelujah. 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 Since he that is from above is above all. That's, that's another level of thinking. Praise God. You step into a place, you, you think differently, you think as one who is an alien in this world, but has come from another world that is superior to this earthly world. Praise God. Hallelujah. So our thinking that is right is based on scripture. Scripture, the word of the Lord, shall govern and guide how the saint and believers think. If you don't know the word, if your mind is not being renewed with the word, you can't think scripturally. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And of course, wrong thinking is when we allow our minds to drift outside the ambit of the parameter of the scriptures. We allow ourselves to be sold the lies and the deceit of the enemy. Praise God. Listen to a particular man of God recently, and he, he made it so emphatically clear that the devil has been stripped of all of his powers. That all he really has is a bag of tricks. He's a trickster and a con man. <laughs> huh? But as, as seemingly weak and feeble tricks can be, do you know what? Tricks are powerful because they're deceiving. Praise the Lord. It, it takes truth to shine the light to be able to discover what is a lie. So the answer to lies and deceit of the enemy is the truth of the word of the Lord. Somebody shout a big amen. Amen. In the words of Jesus, in John 8, 31, it says, if you continue in my word, you shall be my disciples. Verse 32 says, you will know the truth and the truth you know will make you free. It begins with continue, continue, keep on studying, keep on reading. Even when you feel faint and tired, even when you don't feel you're really understanding, keep at it. Praise God. Praise God. There's going to come a threshold where something is going to open up to your mind, to your heart. The light will shine and the darkness will give way. Praise God. But, but, but if you stop halfway, say, well, I, I'm just sleepy. I'm no, no, no. Keep a tit. Keep a tit. Keep a tit. You're, you're, you're building compounded interest in the realm of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. After a while, boom, something will open up and you just know this is it. And you're free. So you will know the truth. And the truth you know will make you free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see the light of God's word come your way 
and shatter every outer of darkness. Loud declares the entrance of the word gives light, gives understanding to the simple. May the word of life enter you and bring about understanding and see you walk on your high places in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us turn to 2 Corinthians 10, another very critical scripture that pertains to our subject matter of mind renewal and total life transformation. You know, total life means all round. John 10, 10. The enemy, Satan, has come with a three-pronged attack. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I, Jesus, have come to give you life. Not just life, life more abundant. Hallelujah. That's total life. Uh, transformation praise god abundant life more than enough in your spirit in your soul in your physical body second Corinthians 10 3 to 5 i hope you're taking down notes it's a bible study class that's what it is praise the lord line upon line and the precept upon precept go back to the notes and look at them again reflect them contemplate them pray them through let them get into your spirit man and be one with you hallelujah uh we're not just hearers only but we'll strive to become doers of the word of the lord second Corinthians 10 Let's see from verse 3 to 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations or imaginations. All right? And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god hear this bringing into captivity every thought hey every thought not some not few not many every thought is to be brought to the obedience of christ yeah it's a man of god i can't control my thought uh, it's a matter of control no 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 that is a lie of the enemy no you can control your thought you know why your mind is your mind. Can we declare together? My mind is my mind. I will never lose my mind. In the name of Jesus, I speak to my mind. I command you to come into alignment with the word of God spoken concerning me. Mind, you are being renewed every day. Soul, you are being transformed every day. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. You know what? We, we made that declaration just to reassure and assure somebody who thinks you've come to a point in your life where you, you think so loosely, so carelessly, that it almost appears as though you're not controlling your mind. That devil is a lie. Listen, when Jesus came to the earth, he gave you and I kingdom dominion. One of the things he gave us is the keys of the kingdom. Magadago lego dos Peter. And said by that, that whatever we bind on the earth is bound in the heavens. Whatever we lose on the earth is loose in the heavens. But what? We have the keys, right? Because you have the keys, you are in control. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You are in control of your mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't ever let the enemy tell you your mind. You've lost your mind. And no, 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 no. You are in control of your mind. You are in control. There's a way out. There's a way out to discipline and to tame your thoughts that seem to have gone wild. They can be curtailed and brought what? Listen, 
brought to the obedience of Christ. That's the key now. You bring them under the obedience of Christ. Glory to God. So don't give up. Don't think it's over. Don't think my thought has gone too wild to be control. No, no, no. You're gaining control of your mind. It's like a city without walls is a city that is, is open to uh, any attack of the enemy. But in the course of these teachings, as you study and pray also, guess what? The Lord will teach you how to strengthen the walls, the walls around the city of your soul and your mind so that thoughts cannot easily incurse and just, just run wild there. No, no, no. Now those, those tracks and pathways in the soul that, that they've, they've rode all through the years, that the, the Lord will be able to close them and grant them no more access so that you, you and I will end up having more discipline for life. Because we now know that our thought is important. You know what? Listen, your life experience today is an expression of the abundance of your thoughts of yesterday. If you're going to change your life experience tomorrow, we must be willing to change our thinking today. Is that important? Is that critical? As a man thinking, so is he. Praise the Lord, somebody. So we're not walking in the flesh. Our fight, not against the flesh, but I love this. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not material, not physical, not natural. Listen, but they are mighty through God. Whoa! To what? To the pulling down of strongholds. Do you, do you have strongholds in your mind? You know, strongholds are simply fortresses that are designed by the enemy. Listen carefully to keep truth away. Let me say it again. A stronghold in your mind is a fortress, right? Built over time by accepting a lie. And the assignment therein is, listen carefully, when truth attempts to penetrate your heart, they repent it. It's a stronghold. So that God says, oh, you are the blessed of the Lord. He said, no, no. My, 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 my background or my lack of pedigree will not allow me to arise to see what you're saying. You know, so there's always a lie that rises to counteract the truth. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, the Lord said to you prophetically, oh, that by this time of life next year, you're going to have a baby. A lie rises up, boom. What's a lie? In my family, um, they said I don't have kids before 50. You know, they, they start stronghold that the enemy may have formed in minds. And the, the assignment is to push back truth when it tries to come their way. But the Bible says that even strongholds can be pulled down. Wow. Kodia Dagabosa. It's powerful. Imaginations can be cast down. So thoughts that are dwelt upon long enough becomes imaginations. Imagination dwelt along long, long enough becomes stronghold, right? But the truth is, joyfully so, that the Lord has shown us how to deal with both strongholds or strongholds, imagination, and thoughts. So all hope is not gone. Hallelujah. Your mind is being renovated as you open your heart to these teachings. Praise the Lord. Very important thought I want to put, put in, in your spirit, man, regarding the mind. The mind is not just what you think only, but the mind, for all internal purposes, is made up of two major aspects of it. Listen carefully. The conscious mind and the subconscious mind. As the word sub, it's under. It's not visible. It's not seen, not made manifest. It's, it's under, praise God. So the conscious mind is what is obvious, but the sob is not quite as obvious. What's the difference? Well, your conscious mind 
is what you use for your day-to-day -day activities, your planning, your scheduling, your cooking, and all of that stuff. You know, uh, you think every day, right? That's your, you, you think consciously, praise the Lord. Uh, but you know, there's stuff that go on beneath what you know to be thinking that you are actually thinking, but you don't know you're thinking. Is a subconscious. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You have to understand these two and their workings if you're going to be transformed. All right? Because many things, all we have is just the conscious mind. I'm thinking, what about? I'm thinking, you know. Uh, as a matter of fact, listen carefully to interest you. The subconscious mind is more involved in our activities of the mind than the conscious mind. We're told that the conscious mind activity is just to eighth, yeah, and maybe 20%, yeah, average, uh, if not less than that, then the subconscious uh, operation is 80% or a bit more than that. That means it's important to know what is the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is what you may want to call the autopilot mind. It kicks in when the conscious mind has, 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 what's the word now? It's not as active. You know how it is. Um, you learn how to drive, right? And then uh, when you get into the car, you, you don't think consciously again, put the key in, turn it on, hit the thing on the rever reverse, return back, you know, get on the highway, turn this way, you know. It, you're on autopilot. Why? Your robot mind or your subconscious is really in control. Okay, when you had when you had to learn how to ride a bicycle when you're young, and you fell a few times, fumble one more, but after a while, just got on the bike and just began to run smoothly. I mean, you don't even think about it. Can even, I, I could do it before. I, I could even ride a bike with my hands up in the air. Yeah, and with my body, I control both the, the pedaling and the direction of the, of the bicycle. That's how my subconscious took 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 away of what I was doing. But initially, it was hard to learn how to ride a bike. It was hard to learn how to drive a car. But after a while, listen, those learning process over time became imprinted in your subconscious so that it rises without you thinking about it. Huh. In a light manner also, there are many things over through your life, through teachings, association, information that have gotten into your subconscious. Hey, hey, hey. So that they form patterns. Huh? You don't even need to think much about them cautiously anymore. They just hold sway. Are you hear You see here? Praise it. So we need to know how the conscious mind works and how the subconscious mind works. That's an autopilot. Praise God. Once it's trained, it needs no further instruction. It just works automatically. You know, when you're sleeping in the night and uh, or in the daytime, you know, when if, if a fly touches your nose or your, your face, once you're sleeping, you, you, you twat the fly away. Um, your conscious mind wasn't aware. It was your robot mind or your autopilot mind that brought about that. Listen, the way the subconscious operates is this. It never knows, track with me, it never knows what is right or wrong, what is good or evil. It's under compulsion by nature, listen carefully, to produce and reproduce what is invested into it. 
yeah, 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 yeah. So out of the heart of a man proceeds evil. Jesus said, is out of the heart of a man proceeds adultery, fornication, lying, cheating. It's from the heart. Praise God. So once anything gets to the subconscious, it just produces it. You get it? Wow. So if you see in your life that your life, oh boy, is producing certain results, hmm, that your mind, that you know your mind, your thinking mind, doesn't seem to be fully, um, not aware, but involved in it, right? It's not unlikely that over time, certain thoughts have gone from your conscious to your subconscious, renewed, so that it's now producing after its kind. Aha, the gross also, bring about. Produce delay as a cycle, produce sickness every three months as a cycle, produce and fear anxiety as a cycle, you know, uh, what needs to be done is we need to get to the subconscious mind and change the code or change, what's the word now? Uh, change the, the this code, yeah. Change what has been written on the disc, right? So that it can also in turn change the song it's playing. Hey, says so you struggle in one area that seems repetitive in your life. Praise God. For example, uh, somehow uh, misfortune seems to just uh, dot 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 your your pathway. Just 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 you just, just seem to repel uh, favor, repel good. You know whatever it is. Uh, uh, could it be that somewhere in the hard disk of your subconscious, something has been written there that repels those who should come into your life to do you good? So what we need to do is to go down there, guess what? With the word of God and begin to renew it. Uh, so we'll write a new code. A new code that says, I am blessed. I am favored of the Lord. A new code that says that the hand of the Lord is upon my, my life. Now, this may take, not it may take time, but it's well worth the investment because until there has been a rewriting of the code in your subconscious, your life is just going boom, 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 boom. Guess what? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your 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 rational thinking wants to go left, but a code has been written in the subconscious, and once it's there, it's commanded to produce after its kind. It's a slave. It doesn't know good or evil, right or wrong. Once it is shown there, it produces it. Praise God. I'm gonna help you. So this is the power of the renewal of the mind. And when we eventually succeed at doing that, uh, a new code is written there and then it's it's no longer a fountain that brings bitter waters, but sweet waters, joy, peace, and harmony. Why? is the code of the scriptures written there. Am I helping somebody? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. How do I get something to be written in my subconscious? Somebody's asking. Now, one way I would deal with this night or this hour is by the power of reputation. Hey, reputation. I mean, people um, who are into other things other than Christianity have used this principle from the scriptures and they made it seem as though they got it right or they, they uh, uh, and the Baha'i Baha faith and the uh, who else now the, the the yoga and all of that stuff metaphysics and all of that stuff listen 
the, the, the devil has no original thought. It's from the Bible. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Praise God. Likewise, the law of reputation is part of the principle of meditation. Say again. The law of reputation is part of the principle of meditation. That as you speak it consistently, praise the Lord. As you declare it consistently, praise the Lord. Uh, you begin to rewrite a new code in your subconscious different from the old song or sound it was playing. If you played anxiety, you now write courage, confidence, boldness. Guess what? After a while, it will have a new formula and then it will produce after its own kind. That's it. Reputation. It takes discipline. It may be get a board in your bedroom, in your office. Stick stuff there. Things that you, you declare every day. You know what you're dealing with. You know what wrong sound is already playing in the hard disk of your subconscious. Take it as a project, right? Find arsenals of scripture that deal with that area, all right? And begin to discipline yourself on a day-to-day -day basis to affirm and to repeat the scriptures. By his stripes, I am healed. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If God be for me, who can be against me? The Lord is my strength and my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of who shall I be afraid of? You know, as you declare it, not just once, not just twice, until a gossip occurs, until your subconscious owns it. So the autopilot begins to produce what you've repeated over and over. Wow. Pastor, it looks like hard work. It's work, but it's well worth it. Because doing that work will bring you to a point where you come into a, a season of ease in the areas you've dealt with, where you're just reproducing after its own kind. Because your mind is renewed and your subconscious has been encoded with the things the Lord spoke concerning you. Oh, our time is so far gone. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there's one way to uh, write in your subconscious mind. Let's read a few scriptures and then we'll pray. Hallelujah. Look, turn to James, James 1, 22. James 1, 22. Hallelujah. Oh, are you being blessed where you are? I am. Glory to God. Hear this over and over again. Uh, more light will come by the help of the Holy Spirit. This, this is a very, very critical life-changing teaching we're, we're on now. Total life transformation. How to turn to pull our negative thoughts and fill our hearts with positive thoughts. Not just positive thoughts from the word of God. Can we read together James 1, 22, 23, and 24? But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, in a glass. Underscore that word glass, in a glass, right? For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. All right. This man is called to be, or said to be under self-deceit. says, he sees the word, or hears the word, but fails to go on to do the word, right? And I will 
point out to you, if I have the time by God's grace, that there is a gap between hearing and doing the word. All right? If we're going to do what we hear, we have to do something in between. Listen, listen. It's called meditation. Joshua 1, 7 to 9. As you give yourself to meditate day and night, right? Then you will do these words. So, so here, meditate, then we can do them. All right. Just for a man here and does not do, it's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. That glass is a mirror. Look at verse 25, James 1 25. The glass there is like a mirror, 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 mirror of the world. James 1 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, what are we doing tonight? We're looking into the perfect law of liberty. We're hearing God's word. It's called a perfect, there is a law, it's liberty. You, you don't hear it and stay bound. Yeah, 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 yeah. As you hear it, you're being liberated. You're just being quickened where you are now, right? Look at into the perfect of liberty and continue there. That's the key now. That's the discipline, Papa. Continue. If you continue, you'll be my disciple. You will know the truth. The truth you know will make you free. John 8, 31 and 32. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So blessings occur when we hear, meditate, and do the word of the Lord. Praise God. Look at 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we all with open face. See the word again? Beholding as in a glass. That's a mirror. The word is a mirror. The glory of the Lord. Wow. A change metamorphosis into the same image. Wow. How does it happen? From glory to glory to glory to glory. So don't feel bad if this doesn't happen overnight. Determine from tonight that you're going to be involved with a process of renewing your mind. You will cooperate with the Holy Ghost, renew your mind. Cooperate. Praise God. That you, you now begin to think of what you're thinking of. Right. Always from time to time, ask yourself, who's got my mind? Who's, what am I thinking about? Just me, I said many years ago, and I learned from myself, you think about what you're thinking about. And that way you can begin to monitor your thinking. And it's in the conscious dimension, right? Because ultimately, as we repeat those thoughts in the conscious dimension, by words and by thoughts, they become imprinted as a code in the subconscious, what is called autopilot mind. Once it gets there, boom, it's like one autopilot. You have to stop the music playing there and to rewrite it again. That's some work, but it's well worth it. So to change your life, change your thought, and it's well worth changing your thought to change, have a chain life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ah, glory to God. We'll pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Satan will attempt to distract the saints from getting to the word of the Lord because getting to the word of the Lord to renew your mind is the key to take control of your mind with God's word. And the enemy knows that. If it can keep you away from the word, you'll be weak. You'll be feeble, mentally feeble. You will be able to stand his darts when he throws them. But when you are strong spiritually, you will be strong emotionally. So whenever he throws his dart, you can lift up a shield of faith, of the shield of faith. So above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith we quench every fear and death of the enemy. That comes out of strength. But when there's no strength, you see, the word 
leads to revelation, which leads to light or to faith. And faith can withstand every fear and death of the enemy. Praise the Lord, somebody. Where you are, can you just thank the Lord for the honor of hearing these rich words and embrace them in your heart? Tell the Lord tonight or whatever time it is, wherever you are, you receive grace, not to be a hearer only, but a doer of the word. Would you do that? Let's thank him. Father, we're grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We cry out for grace on this altar to be hearers and doers of your holy word. Zibala Togono Digedi Dagada Kagado Skreba Bratosus. Let's ask for the discipline that is needed to apply our heart to these things. Yes. To think on the word night and day. Lagodobo Sasagatagabosiet said, He said, Joshua, this word of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but I shall meditate upon it night and day. So thou might observe to do according to all that is written. Ah, but thou may make thy way prosperous. Joshua 1 79. Grace, grace to observe your word night and day. Grace. We receive the grace and the discipline. Pray that prayer. I receive the grace and the discipline. My mind will not be feeble anymore. Marcus said, Girl, the loins of your mind. From today, I decree and declare discipline. I gasp my mind with a wall of fire. No longer will I entertain careless thoughts, profane and useless thoughts. No, I cast you down this hour in the name of the Lord. Father, grace to set my affection upon you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Somebody shout a big, 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 big amen. Beloved, if you're part of this service all over the world, you're not born again, you're certain of your eternal well-being. Well, the place to begin before even attempting to renew your mind is to surrender your heart, your life to him, your spirit being. said, I will, I will take away the old heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. That's where it begins. Then you can renew your mind and he will write his word in your heart. You say, man of God, pray with me. I want to pray with you. And that you're also on this platform. Your, your fire is waning on your altar. You're in a state of, of, of backsliding. No longer as fervent as you know you ought to be. You say, man of God, stand with me. I want a reignition of the fire of the, of the Holy Ghost to fall upon my heart. Let's pray together. Those two categories, wherever you are. Let's pray wherever you are. Heavenly Father, pray sincerely. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you just as I am. I open the door of my heart as I invite you to be my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, forgive me all of my sins. Woo! From today, I turn my entire life into your hands for your safekeeping from now for all of eternity. Jesus, I decree and declare, I am blood washed, born again, child of the living God. You alone, I will love, I will serve all my days and for all of eternity. In Jesus' wondrous name, I pray. Amen. Father, we thank you for these people across the nations. We cover them with the blood of the Lamb. Father, by your mercy, keep them from falling, even unto your coming. May they enjoy great intimacy as they push in the word and in prayer to grow and to mature. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, 
or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodhart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org. Also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Apostle Goodheart on Twitter. The handle is at Pastor Goodheart. And on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle Goodheart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.